Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, uplifting support for your grief and healing journey. We're here to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence so that you can build a life of purpose and joy. I'm your host, Julie Clough, Certified Grief Coach. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 102, Feeling Better. If I was to ask you what you want, how would you answer that? Don't give it a lot of thought. What is your immediate response? In a Huffington Post article I read recently, I learned about a survey that was done a few years ago in which participants were asked, if you could say in one word what you want more of in life, what would that be? Guess what the number one answer was? Happiness. Was that your answer too? Was that your answer to, if I asked you what you want, how would you answer? From the article, it says, first, they don't really understand exactly what will make them happy. They just don't know themselves well at all. Secondly, they search outside themselves for happiness in a job, a husband, a family, a title, a paycheck, a fancy house. As a result, happiness is constantly out of their control and a perpetual moving target that never stands still long enough for them to grasp. The key point is that if you're, everything you're searching for remains outside of you, you'll always be scrambling and chasing. And that's too often where we find ourselves. We find ourselves feeling like we want to be happy, we want to feel better, but we don't really know ourselves and we're searching for something else to make us happy. I've also found that when I ask most people what they want, they reply, I just want to be happy. Why is this such a common response? Because of course we want to be happy. It's our nature. And part of the interpretation is that we just want to feel better than we currently do. It doesn't feel good to feel bad. It just doesn't. It won't. It can't. So many of us feel bad and we don't know how to feel good again. In fact, it feels out of our hands. Kind of reminds you of what was said in that article. We feel like it's outside of us. And isn't it sad that so many people tell grievers you'll have to live with some level of feeling bad the rest of your life because you're going to grieve forever? And when I say feeling bad, I'm not talking about the normal ups and downs of life. That's, that's, we're always going to experience that. I'm talking about a predominant feeling that things just aren't right. Or worse yet, that we live in fear of our grief or our feelings that we've been suppressing with a great deal of effort. And we're, we live in fear of that grief rearing its unexpected head at any moment. And that is not comfortable. It's your rush to feel better and get rid of the grief that makes you feel worse longer and and in the long run. Because if you're not really careful, you start playing a role, a role in which you pretend to feel better. You put on an act of feeling better in an attempt to prove to others that you're okay, because we just want to be okay. And we want to show the world that we're okay. But what if it's okay to grieve? And down deep, 
you even hope that if you pretend long enough that you're okay, you'll convince yourself. Or you don't even allow yourself to hope. Instead, as you continue to hide your emotional state from the world, you start hiding from yourself too. Because in order to hide from the world, you must bury everything so deep that you start shutting off your feelings. Because that's really the only safe way to do it, right? If you don't feel, then none of the yuckiness will come to the surface. But does it really work? does it? Because as much as you try to hide the hurt and the pain and the yuckiness, it's there. And it shows up every day in your life, no matter how deep you bury it. And one way or the other, it shows up. It shows up in your attitude or your anger, or you feel depressed. Anger, let's talk about anger for a minute, because anger is a great hiding tool. Anger is like building a fortress around your heart. It's It's as if you're saying, if you're going to see my heart, you have to go through this wall of anger first. And what does a wall or a fortress do? What is the purpose of it? It's, it's the purpose of it is to protect what's inside. Your fortress of anger is an attempt to protect yourself and to protect what's really going on inside your heart. What's really there underneath it all? Because on some level, you know that anger will keep people from getting too close. The other sneaky thing about anger is it protects you too. Not only does it put up the wall that few people will venture through to see the real you, but it allows you to focus on what has caused your anger or what you think has caused your anger. Because you think it's not me, it's them. And you can put all your energy into what's wrong with the world so you don't have to look inside either. Right now, with all that's happening in 2020, it's pretty dang easy to put the blame outside of us. If everyone wasn't so keyed up and emotional about the election, or if I could just get out and be around people without wearing a mask, or if I hadn't lost my job, or it's my boss's fault. If she wasn't so fill in the blank, then everything would be okay. I know you know what I'm talking about. It's been super easy last few months to find a reason for unhappiness and our anger. Or maybe it's not anger that you're dealing with. Maybe you become depressed because in order to hide We must tamper down all the emotion, which is virtually impossible, so depression is the result. The most important thing is that you get real with yourself, because pretending you're okay will never work. Trying to convince yourself you're okay will not work. And the minute you get real with yourself and allow your emotions without judgment is the minute you'll start feeling better. I know, it doesn't make sense, does it? You, you, I, I can hear you arguing with me saying, but if I allow these emotions, I'm going to feel worse. We think that, we think that, but it's really like coming out of hiding. I want you to imagine for a moment, imagine in your mind, someone who has been kept in a dark dungeon for months or years. Imagine this with me. What does that person look like? Perhaps he looks dirty with ragged clothes, 
long matted hair, long fingernails, emaciated, gaunt, thin with malnutrition and stale air, and you watch him emerge from thick stone walls into the light of day as he immediately shrinks. Can you see him just shrinking from the brightness of the day because the light is too much? He shields his eyes. He covers his face. His eyes are unable to adjust because of long weeks and months hidden from the light of day. He's afraid of what's out there because he's been inside so long, but slowly he starts to adjust and we watch him lift his head to the light and he unfolds his frame. He breathes in deeply the crisp air. He spreads his arms out as if to take it all in to gather the sunlight and the fresh air. A smile starts to spread across his face as he considers the many possibilities that are now available to him now that he's free, free to roam, free to explore. This description could be your heart, a heart that's open and free to roam, to explore, to feel everything. Nothing is off limits then you realize that all this time, the only thing you've really been protecting or or afraid of is your own emotions. Behind the wall of protection, it's not possible to feel better or to be happy. It's hard to feel terrible all the time. It's hard to hide that from the world and from yourself. But the reason you do it is you don't see another option because it feels hard to choose anything different. It feels hard to let down the wall and admit that you don't feel good. It feels hard to let all the heavy emotions emerge. What is that going to look like? We wonder. So pick your heart. Staying hidden in your pain is hard. Allowing the heavy emotions to come to the surface also feels hard. Allowing the heavy emotions to come to the top so they can ultimately be transformed and released. That's the path to healing. What if allowing the emotions that you've been so afraid of would help you to feel better immediately? What if all the emotion that you're afraid of is just that emotion? What if you introduced yourself? What if you introduced yourself to grief and sadness and shame and guilt and said, let's be friends teach me what you know. Feeling better is being there for yourself. It's showing up. It's being willing to try. It's being willing to unpack everything you've buried. It's getting the support you need to figure this out and slowly allowing and letting go. It seems counterintuitive, but feeling better is finally admitting to yourself that you're not doing as well as you think you are or want to be doing, and realizing that the path to feeling better is feeling. The path to feeling better is feeling. That's it. Feeling everything. If you continue to suppress and cage the heavy emotions, you suppress and cage your emotions. It's not either or like we think it might be. It turns out the only thing you've been hiding from is feeling and that feelings don't stay forever when they are given the light of day and allowed to breathe. 
And when you learn to feel, you can feel better, even happy. And you can stop feeling like you have to grieve forever. It's time to know yourself, to stop looking outside of yourself for happiness. It's all available to you. Do you want some help understanding this or learning how to apply this? Does it feel like what I'm explaining? Does it feel confusing? Does it feel like, could I do this? If if you have questions, if you're trying to figure out like, what does she mean by all this? What does it mean to feel? Let's talk. I I would love to talk to you and explore these ideas with you and and give you some tools and some information that you can personally apply to your life and start the process of feeling better. I know when we feel bad, it feels impossible that we can feel better. So let's talk about how you can take back your ability to feel better and even to be happy because I know you can do it. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you. Bye.